0: Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glickson with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And and right off the bat, let me say, we're going to start with the Super Bowl. It's not going to be a lot, but there's a chance that we might not be recording between here and there. Right, Uh, right. We're going to pivot to ASU basketball. It's not going to be a lot, but they keep losing and we should talk about it. I guess we got to address it, yeah. And then we're going to talk wrestling. So if you don't care about wrestling... You can stop after the first 10 minutes, but to be quite honest, you're probably not listening anyway. This is mostly just <laughs> me speaking out into the ether.
1: Yeah. Well, and hey, I I know that my mom listens at times and I know that my mom and dad have both gotten into the to the wrestling of late and watched the Royal Rumble with me. So, hey, if she's listening, she'll she'll hang with us. She's it, probably more enticed by that than she is ASU.
0: Yeah, this this is your episode.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but first, let's talk about the Super Bowl. So the the Chiefs beat the Bengals. The Eagles beat the Niners. The Niners game, let's start there. Uh, Brock Purdy got hurt, had to come yeah. back because Josh Johnson got hurt. And it just felt overwhelming to it try was, to overcome
1: that game. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was 14-7 and, and Johnson fumbled that snap, which I don't, I don't know what happened. I mean, I just... Was mm-hmm. It was just a total muff snap and couldn't get back on top of it. The well, it looked like he was
0: trying to just, he thought it was right there and he was just going to be able yes. to pick it up and keep going. And then it like kept just rolling. pick it up.
1: Exactly. Kept getting away from him. And, and you know, and at 21-7, I mean, normally in, a, in an NFL game, a 14-point halftime lead is like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, a team comes out and scores. You know, that certainly can be made up. That felt like it was over. And then certainly when Johnson goes out, early in the second half and you, you know, they put Purdy back in, but he clearly could not throw. I mean, it was, it was kind of like watching, you know, army football, trying to come back from a deficit. Like they're not going to, uh, you can have all the weapons you want with McCaffrey and Samuel and, you know, and they tried, I mean, they tried some creative stuff, but when the team knows you're going to run the ball, they're, they're going to take it away. And yeah, it was, it was, a uh, uh, you know, it was disappointing just in the sense, I mean, not for an Eagles fan, I'm sure. But just in the sense that I I was, you know, thought it'd be a really good game, and it just kind of, the air was out of the balloon pretty early, it
0: felt like. Yeah, it was one of those things where you're like, wow, the Niners' defense, it's 14-7, you just had a good McCaffrey touchdown, Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, you know, if you make a... Maybe you make a little move here, get a field goal before the half. But either way, you're getting the ball to start, and it's like right. it's going to be okay. And and then it that happened, and and you could they had just been on the field for so long for the last yes, drive.
1: yes, yes, and, and yeah, I mean they uh, you know they they did pretty well defensively, but yeah, it felt like they just got worn down um, and had some some. Uh, bad penalties, both uh, you know penalties from from them, and then uh, you know a couple of calls that you're like, ah, boy, is that really? Uh, you know, I don't think anything blatantly wrong, but a couple that you thought, like, geez, that that gives you a first down, okay. uh So it just wasn't their day, you know. It just it just was not. I mean, when you have uh, your your you know starting quarterback who was your third starting quarterback this year get hurt. Then your backup gets hurt, um, you know. And, hey, I mean, I'm not sure they would have won if they'd been healthy. The Eagles have played really well most of the season, and certainly in the two playoff games, they've been overwhelmingly good. And uh, You know, not taking anything away from them, it just, it just felt like it was uh, was not a fair fight in some
0: ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I agree. Uh, you know, and credit to the Eagles, to, to Jalen Hurts, a very, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> a, a, a very remarkable and obviously now with them in the Super Bowl, we're going to hear a lot about it. But a very remarkable six years for Jalen Hurts,
1: for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, quite the journey from um, you know a very successful but very limited in terms of his passing quarterback at Alabama. Mm -hmm. won a lot of games. I mean, he, you know, his freshman year, he, they, they got all the way to the national title game. They lost on a last second touchdown. Uh, the next year he started every game for a team that won the national title. albeit You know, they won it with the, with the backup coming in and leading them to the comeback. But, uh, you know, he, he started 15 games for a national champion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, sits behind and, and waits his turn and, you know, takes the opportunity to transfer, goes to Oklahoma, has success. Um, you know, Heisman finalist gets drafted. Uh, you know, gotta, gotta give some credit. Not, I mean, he deserves a lot of credit, but gotta give some credit to Oklahoma and, mm-hmm. and Lincoln Riley because, you know, they took him from a, a guy who looked like he would play, you know, running back in the NFL or defensive back
0: and made him into a pretty darn good passer. And, you know, here we are. Well, and I think he's gotten a lot of credit for it, but it is really noteworthy the way he handled that year at Alabama when Tua took his starting spot. Sure, sure, yeah. He was mature about it. He said all the right things, And, and I watched a a video today that was a mashup of how Favre treated Rodgers compared to how Rodgers treated Love. Right, right. Um, and there was none of the Favre-esque, you know, it's not my job to help him, it's not my job right. to do this. It was all just, of course I'm doing this. Of course I'm, you know, trying to prepare the team. I'm trying sure. to be the best scout quarterback. I'm trying to be ready for, you know, if and when I'm needed, all of that right. stuff, you know. right and now he's an MVP finalist, he's in the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and even just the turnaround from last year to this year, like, you know, I remember the playoff game last year, they, they they made a, you know, late rally, got in the playoffs, and they were the seventh seed and played Tampa, and it just felt like they didn't have any chance. And I I remember that game ending, and, and I think, you know, you and I probably discussed it over the course of the offseason, like, could you really, you know, could you really think Jalen Hurts is a big time NFL quarterback? It's like, yeah, it's a nice, you know, he's serviceable, but is he any better than that? And I mean, he, he sure has been like just the one year ascendant from, you know, question mark, I think coming into the year to, you know, and Hey, credit to them for putting a really good team around him too. He's got a very good offensive line. He's got, you know, they've, they've drafted a, a top receiver. They've traded for a top receiver, uh, mm-hmm. Very, you know, really good tight end. I mean, he's got the weapons and he's he's succeeding with them. So credit all around uh, to him and and the franchise for putting him in position to succeed.
0: Yeah, for sure. It It's one of those things where it's nice when your quarterback is talented and on a rookie deal that you can yeah. go take another team's top receiver and, you know, sign in Dominican Sue. Right. three quarters right. of the way through the season
1: right right yeah mean, trade traded for, for CJ Gardner Johnson who you know doesn't get a lot of headlines but man when he's in there their defense is much better that was a really good trade they took advantage of a Saints team that had to had to cut costs and got a really nice player uh, you know uh, yeah it's, it's a very good team and they made a, a great signing of Hassan Reddick. he's been fantastic um, you know I mean it's just it's a well-built team and and, uh, you know, they've made the leap from, you know, I mean, look at the coach, too. People were pointing this out, like, two years ago when that guy got hired, his opening press conference was a disaster, and he got lampooned. I remember watching, you know, PTI, and I thought, oh, this guy, he just seems like he's completely in over his head. What a terrible hire. And Two years to the day of that press conference, they won the NFC Championship. So maybe the whole opening press conference doesn't really matter that much.
0: You mean winning the press conference isn't the most important decision?
1: Possibly not. Possibly not, because he lost it. Mm. Uh, it. Most, most, you know, just played to a draw, some win. He lost it. It was a disaster. I mean, I, you know, I've seen clips of it even in recent days, and he did not come off well, but obviously he knows what he's doing. Um, and, you know, Howie Roseman's a fascinating one, too, because, you know, five years ago he was a genius. He built a Super Bowl team. Oh, my God and then the like the last two three years is like oh he's in a, well, oh he's just making all kinds of mistakes what is he doing oh my god and now it, he's built another team that's you know one win away from winning another super bowl so a, a, an interesting career arc for him with the eagles
0: mhm agreed and then on the flip side you got the chiefs who are back in the super bowl again you know this time without their former number 1 receiver got a huge game from Marquez Valdez Scantling. Had to, yeah. He
1: he stepped up because boy, the the receiver depth chart was just taking hits left and right in that game. Um and yeah, he made some plays and you know, they <laughs> Bengals did a really good job mostly limiting Travis Kelsey. I know he had the back injury too, but but they, you know, like you watch the Chiefs sometimes and it's like, how do you not just like take this guy away? Come on.
0: And why yeah, Bengals why aren't you doing the Bengals me... took him away for the most part? It's the, why aren't you doing the Bill Belichick, where it's like, we're going to yeah. just put two guys on him. That's yeah, our double coverage.
1: They did. they did a lot. You know, even the touchdown that he had was kind of an improvised route. It was well covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, he just broke open. But, uh, yeah, it was a heck of a game, man. Those two teams have played, you know, four games in the last two years, and every one has come down to the very end. And everyone I think, has been a three-point scoring margin and, uh, you know, two extremely dramatic afc title games in a row so you know if it's the start of a of a multi-year rivalry and who knows and the nfl teams come and go a lot Mm -hmm. um but you know it's off to a fun start if it if it is
0: that i mean it does feel like you're getting sort of a buffalo kansas city cincinnati thing happening in the afc Uh, in terms of rivalries and look maybe there'll be rivals but like you said one team's just always gonna win Yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean, so far, obviously, you know, Kansas City has has, is now in their third Super Bowl in four years. and They've shown the staying power that that the other two haven't yet. Now they might. um, But you know, they five straight. I mean, I, I didn't even quite realize it until like the day before the game. Not only five straight AFC title games, but five straight they've hosted.
0: Mm-hmm. now they haven't
1: always been the top seed uh, you know i know last year i think they were the two seed and tennessee lost yeah. but still like that's pretty amazing to you know five straight conference title games in your stadium and they've won three of the five and uh, you know survived survived a heck of a lot of injuries you know uh, in this playoff run pretty healthy going into the playoffs it felt like but man you know i mean it just was like guy after guy going out on sunday night and They found a way, and, uh, you know, a a, a tough, I mean, the call at the end of the game, I think it was 100% the right call on the late hit. I felt bad for the guy for Cincinnati, because I think he's just trying to make the play. But he was out of bounds, and I think it was the correct call.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it was, I agree, it was the right call. You know, you wish it wasn't, uh, you know, 22-year-old rookie. You, you wish exactly. it was a game decider yeah. you know
1: yeah you feel for him I mean I did and, like, and I really I was, did
0: appreciate in the post game press conference uh, I think it was BJ Hill came up yeah. and just stood next to Osai um, yeah and yeah was just that was like, cool
1: that was and, and you know what I, I know the guy took some heat but I think it, I think it was Jermaine Pratt is the name and yeah. he got caught coming off the field saying yeah. you know kind of shouting at him and, and to his credit and he owned up to it the next day and he said you know I'm, I'm emotional and I shouldn't have done what I did. Like, you know, hey, we all do that. Every one of us has had a moment or dozens where we say something in frustration or we react out of frustration. And, you know, a a good person can admit it the next day or an hour later or whatever and say, you know, I was a dick, basically. And, you know, so credit to them. I mean, I think they handled it fairly well. I was very much rooting against Cincinnati. Um but I felt bad for that guy, you know. I like I, I watched him on the sideline in tears, and it's like, man, that I'm, I'm glad KC won, but that stinks to see.
0: Yeah, i I was glad that we got a competitive, down to the wire game.
1: For sure, it was much better than the than the first game. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a intense championship game feel that you that you want on that Sunday.
0: Yeah, and and. It felt good, and I feel good about where we're headed with the Super Bowl with these two teams. There's interesting and compelling storylines, but it's not, you know, I, I don't have a strong, like, I hate this team. Me neither. You know, yeah. Which I, is nice for me because I, I I get to just root for a good game.
1: Sure. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've I've had... You know, over the last you know twenty years, I've had a lot where it's been like, okay, I'm strongly rooting for. If it was the Colts with Manning or the Giants with Manning or last year with the Rams, or shoot I'm going to rooting against. All the years with the Patriots and uh, you know, so yeah, this one I'm I'm kind of looking forward to. Like you know, these are two teams I I kind of like. Uh, they aren't my favorite teams. They aren't my favorite players, but I don't hate either one either. So it's like, yeah, should should be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, I just you just can hope for a good game. So let's. Uh, it's early. This is subject to change, but if we were going sure. to make picks, um, I I feel like I I'm gonna go Chiefs. I just okay. think they've wow. been there before with this core and this coach. So. Yeah. That's my that's my pick. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna go Chiefs well, we'll, thirty eight
1: to thirty one. Oh, high scoring. Okay, okay. Um, well, we'll have a we'll have a difference at least for now. I'm gonna go Eagles. Uh, I think that you know the number of Chiefs injuries just has me a little. Lo- I know some of them. I'm sure will play maybe all of them, but just a lot of attrition there. And I just the Eagles have looked so good in this playoff run. And now that that may be attributable to playing overmatched competition the giants were not great and and certainly the niners as we talked about with the whole quarterback mess um, but boy you know 20 24 plus point victories in both games is enough to sway me so yeah. i'll go uh, i'll go i'll go eagles uh, a little lower score and i'm going to go uh, i'm going to go 27 to 17
0: i like it i saw a stat that the number 1 and number 2 offenses have not won the super bowl since 2009, uh, the Chiefs are one and the Eagles are three this year. Interesting, so.
1: interesting. Yeah, okay. Okay, 2009 was uh, Cold
0: Saints, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they were both undefeated deep into the
1: year. I remember that, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's the two number one seeds. Now, you know, there's a little little asterisk by that Chiefs number one seed that they might not have been if the Bills had been able to play all 17. Um, but, hey, that's the way it went, and, and you know, the Bills didn't do their part to get to the AFC title game, so they don't get any sympathy necessarily. And mm-hmm. you know, hey, it's it uh, should be a should be a fun game. Two really good young quarterbacks. Uh, you know, uh, certainly the storylines are easy with you know Andy Reid against his former team and the Kelsey brothers. And uh, you mm-hmm. know, like the, there's good stuff for the for the easy headline writers. And uh, you know, should should be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's pivot now to something that I'm not looking forward to discussing, which is ASU basketball. Uh, yeah, I know. You know, Wazoo's an okay team. You could understand losing on the road at the Palouse.
1: Yeah, yeah, although their record doesn't back it up. But I, I agree, they've been they've been a solid team this year, but uh, mm-hmm. losing by 17 is, is a tougher
0: pill to swallow. And, and likewise, losing to Washington at all yeah, this year. Yeah, right, is, right. You know, an incredibly frustrating weekend trip. You know, when that going into the UCLA game, we're six and one yeah. in conference, we're sole possession of second, and you and realistically, we both were saying, you split the LA schools, you split yeah. the road games, and you take care of business the rest of the way, and you're fine. And yeah, they, yeah. They didn't. We're now. Out of the bubble, picture we're on or we're back squarely on the bubble. I saw the sure. uh, the first bubble watch came out on the Athletic. Me too. I looked at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah said that we'll be either on the bubble for the rest of the year or out. Play our way out. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and that's probably true because you know, like the next several weeks don't give us opportunities for for like statement wins. Uh, yeah. You know, you got the Oregon schools you got the Stanford-Cal, which is, they are awful. you got Colorado-Utah. Utah's okay, but not great. You know, so you, so you really, like, again, I mean, I said it before last week when I said we maybe needed to go 8-0, 7-1 no, to feel really good about our chances. Well, both of those are out the window already. 6-2 and two is going to be the best we could do in that eight-game stretch. Um, and you feel like you almost have to. Like, you mm-hmm. just... Uh, Unless you're gonna, you know, sweep those last three, which is highly unlikely,
0: all, all um, on the road,
1: <laughs> on the road against probably the three best teams in the conference. Certainly, two of you know, two of the opponents being the best two. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty easy to say. Um, you know, or win the conference tournament, which you know, as we know, that's a that's not a good you know proposition for us most years. Um, so yeah, it just feels like it's gonna be another. Hopefully, you know, like. I, Honestly, re- realistically now, I think the best bet is that we are on the bubble all the way to the end rather than, as that said, you know, playing our way out of contention before
0: we even get to those last three games. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: It's amazing how quick things can change, isn't it? Yes. All right, riding, Riding high, feeling really good just on the edge of the top 25, you know, two weeks ago. And yeah, the you know, like that, that UCLA loss just feels like it, it took the air out of us basically. Like we, we haven't, we haven't recovered from that, you know, and we weren't undefeated. we lost games already, but there was just this sort of like air of invincibility that was building. And after we lose that game, like it just, it seems to have gone away.
0: Yeah. Well, and then you've got the whatever DJ Horn suspension was, right? Uh, right. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I you know uh, the other thing is it, it it did seem in the Washington game because we played Washington first, right? Right. In right. the Washington game, it did seem like Nunez, you know, played Horn out of that role, especially right. in the second half. You know but he right. know, but then he's suspended for the next game. Don't know what he could have done in 2 days in in the state of Washington to <sighs> Who get knows? suspended. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean any number of things I suppose. Um, but yeah, uh, he'll
0: be back this week, but you you, you know, I assume Nuñez is going to play uh, yeah. a very big feature role again and, and look, the offense has just disappeared and that's the problem.
1: Yeah, and it was always I mean, you know, like I go back to how I felt two weeks ago. And I remember saying like, I don't know that this team was that talented. We talked about like, you know, some, some of the teams that had much worse records felt like they had more talent, but you know, things were just falling into place for us. And that's the risk with a team like that, that you feel like, well, they're, they're kind of overachieving for their talent is, can you keep that up for, you know, week after week, after week, after week, sometimes you can, And then sometimes, you know, you have a big UCLA game and you have to lead for a good portion of the second half and you lose. And it just sort of feels like, you know, the the mental edge this team might have had went away with it. Now, Hopefully they can get it back. They're going to have to, Um, you know, but for right now, we're we're in a funk. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's... um, disappointing just because you know you were feeling really good and now not so much
0: yeah um all right family story since you're the only ones who hung around this (laughs) one uh we're gonna talk some rumble uh yes we are so a number of interesting moments not the least of which being that the premium live event began with the men's rumble
1: Yeah, that surprised me a lot. I, you know, I thought going into the, going into the day, as you know, I, I, I wasn't going to be home for the beginning of it. And I thought, well, okay, I'll just probably pick it up when I get home because the men's rumble will be last. And that's the thing you really want to see is, you know, the surprises and who's coming out. And then when I heard, you know, like two hours before it was going to be that, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pause it before I leave. I had the pre-show on, I just paused it, and then I just picked up from there, and so I watched it on about a 40-minute delay, uh, because, yeah, I wanted to be surprised, albeit there weren't a ton of surprises at the Men's Rumble, and that's something we can discuss, Um, but I wanted that that Ellen Edge feeling through the whole thing.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's talk about the Men's Rumble, and I think we should just kind of walk through the event in order, because, you know, the the ending was... Big, but
1: yes, the, yes, yes. We will we will talk about the ending because that was the best part of the show, and quite possibly one of the best pay per view ends I've seen in a long, long time.
0: So the the men's rumble plays out. If you just if you just were told from watching the vignettes what was you know tell me what you think is going to happen if you want the most predictable story, it would be Cody enters either at one or thirty and wins. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And knowing that Cody had to be in, by having him not come before 30, everyone knew he had to be 30.
1: I agree. I didn't like that. I think you could have made him 20. I, I realize he's just coming back from injury, so you probably don't want to put him in early or even in the middle, but like he could have been 28 or 29 and then have a little mystery as to who 30 is.
0: Well, what I had heard as a suggested you know, rebooking of this yeah. would have been to just... Flip him and Logan Paul. And just yeah, let the crowd yeah. be, because they're going to boo him anyway. So when it's not true. The Rock, you know, and that's it's not true, John Cena. Boy.
1: Yeah, I, that's a good, that's an interesting thought, but I, I fear your crowd just revolts at that point. Because they were not happy to see him. I wasn't happy to see him. And, you know, like if you build up, oh, 30 a big surprise and it's Logan Paul. Like, oh, my God, you know. And for as good as they were later, and, and that plays a role in how great the end was. I don't know if that would have been, if you turn them that quick, do you do you get them back?
0: Yeah. No, That I, it's good. I, and look, the, the counterpoint I heard today on um, the Ringer wrestling show was similar to what you said, which is putting Paul there, let the crowd get all their animosity out, you know, yes. eight minutes before Cody comes in.
1: Yes, 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 <laughs> very much. And and I think that was sort of shrewd in a way, because I, I think probably a lot of people felt like you and me to an extent that like, okay, the Cody Rhodes story is nice, but you're not really going to go with such a predictable ending, right? You got to give us a curveball, right? Yeah, and, and, and also like, how long... I mean, wrestling fans are different than they used to be. The the earnest babyface coming back from injury, I don't know how long you can ride that train. Uh, like, people will start to turn against that if, if they don't evolve this character a little bit. And so, mm-hmm. even though he just came back, like, in some ways it was almost like, okay, let's, let's throw Logan Paul out there at 29 the fans can get their booze out, and mm-hmm. then they'll be happy to see Cody Rhodes because he's not Logan Paul. <laughs> like it was almost like you know, by comparison, you know. Whereas if twenty eight, twenty nine had been Seth Rollins or something like that, it might have been like, oh no, we don't want this guy.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um,
1: so that does make sense. I would agree with that.
0: the The Logan Paul ricochet spot was the best spot of the night. It was. It was uh, very. That was. Yes. It was. You know, they talk about, you, 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 the reason why I like watching baseball games is you might see something you've never seen before. Sure. sure. Yes. It, same with wrestling. Like it feels more and more like there are less and less things to jump off of. See Uncle Howdy. <laughs> That's true. But, That's true. You know, but that was a spot I'd never seen before where two guys no, slingshot great. across the ring off the top rope at each other.
1: It was cool. And, and so I'll say this about the whole Logan Paul thing. Like he is very athletic and he had a great match with Reigns a few months ago, mm-hmm. and he had a pretty, you know, he was impressive in the tag match with The Miz, which was, I think, last year's Mania.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: he has been a good worker.
0: And he tries. But I just
1: He tries, but I just think the feeling is for me, and I think for a lot of the fans it's the same, and I'm not a diehard necessarily, but it's like earn your way to that spot. You know, there's all, there's guys like Ricochet, and I'm not saying Ricochet's a future main event, or he probably isn't. But there's guys like him who are like, you know, doing it week after week after week, year after year, wasting away chasing the twenty-four-seven title until it was finally, you know, disbanded. And then this guy's just like, oh, well, third match, you get a championship match. It's like, what? No, that's not how it should be. Yeah. That's that's my beef with him, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's look, it's like if the million dollar man was a really the hundred million dollar man and B had been famous since he was 12 and immature the whole time.
1: Right. Cause that's, it,
0: right. it's like, he's a, you know, he's a Kardashian. He's a, yes. you know, yes. real housewife. A, he's just yeah. a guy who's famous for being famous.
1: Famous. for Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think already there's a, you know, like, Again, I'm not saying wrestling fans are, are the highest brow people because they're certainly not. I know that. I you know I am one to an extent, so I can identify with them a bit. But there's a there's a certain blue collar nature to a lot of wrestling fans, and I think somebody like him is like, hey, who are you, man? You know, you're not a boxer. It's different if if uh, you know Floyd Mayweather had wanted to, uh, you know like well, when Tyson like,
0: was here, or who Tyson in the '90s
1: exactly yes yes you know like you feel like those guys earned their way in the fight game even if it's a different fight yeah or even a UFC to an extent
0: person. ronda rousey i was just gonna ronda say.
1: rousey or lesnar i mean lesnar started <laughs> in wrestling but then he went to ufc and you know like okay there's a little bit of a respect factor there of like all right you you know yeah you're getting this monster push very quickly when you come back but you've earned it by being a big star in ufc fair mm-hmm. enough um, you know, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't like him. I was worried a bit. I didn't think they'd have him win, but it was one of those like in the the deepest, darkest part of my mind. I'm like, please God, don't let him win. So I think in some ways that helped Rhodes get a better mm-hmm. reaction.
0: And, he and it was also a guy who wasn't,
1: he wasn't Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you said this in your, in, we texted about it. I think you're exactly right. It was also smart to, get it down to him and Gunther and then have the two of them go at it for a while. A clear heel, not a fan favorite heel. They don't hate him, but they're, they're certainly booing him. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the respectful boo. Exactly. Yes. Like, but he's a clear heel. It's not a Seth Rollins like heel where it's like, Oh, people are cheering for him. No, he's a heel. And, but a good worker, like really good at the ring. So they could pull off a, like a 10 minute match essentially
0: before there was an elimination and, and let the crowd really get behind Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I assume they just set up for a Rollins-Paul mania?
1: Sure seems that way. I know last night, uh, you know, there was an illusion with, like, Rollins did an interview backstage, and he was all his typical brash self, and then the interviewer said something about Logan Paul, and he just walked away. So they're definitely kind of setting up something and... Uh, will it be a good match? Probably, yeah, because Rollins pulls off a good match with everybody. And again, this guy has been good in his in-ring work. It's so like it's not like he's a slug, but uh, I don't know. I'd rather see Rollins in the world title picture, but just mm-hmm. they, they haven't felt like they were going to go that direction, and it certainly seems clear they're not now.
0: Yeah, um, you know, they found the other thing I will say is they found a compelling way to eliminate all of the big men. They got all the big men in the ring at the same time together, which I thought was a a great move. You know, the fact that like in a, in a roughly in a row, you had Strowman, Omos, Lashley, Lesnar, back to back. Right. Right. It it, it was just like, okay. McIntyre,
1: Seamus, both early and they were in for a long time. And yeah, it was, it was a pretty, uh, like it was booked well for being a, pretty predictable ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, there was different ways they could have got to that ending that would have been less satisfying. This was this was done pretty well. It still felt a little bit like, well, did I need to watch this 75 minutes because I felt like I knew the winner beforehand? But it was entertaining along the way.
0: Yeah. The, the thing for me, and I, I heard, I can't remember if I saw this on Twitter or what, but it was a, a point that... I was trying to formulate myself, which was, if I wasn't an internet fan, and I was a 10-year-old kid, it would have been great. But sure. because I was an internet fan, I was like, oh, they just put in the New Day back-to-back. I wonder if we're going to hear the New Day music a third <laughs> time. You I know? thought the same because you,
1: you brought that up last week, and they were both in so early that there was that little bit of me that thought, Gosh, are they doing this because we're gonna hear it a third time? Is he gonna be a surprise entrant? But Mm. I I don't think medically that's possible, unfortunately, right now. But it it you had that sliver of hope and that Mm. so I mean I said it a little bit ago, like there wasn't a there wasn't very many good surprises. I mean, there's really only three surprises. Edge, who's on the roster, wasn't a huge shock, (laughs) he'd come back. Booker T, who was a you know okay, nice yeah, little pop. It was fun. But, dude,
0: he hit his spinnery.
1: <laughs> it was fun, you know. But like okay, and then Logan Paul, which was like, eh. the rest were all guys who are you know on week in week yeah. out. It's like I mean I guess that's okay. You want your you want your current guys to carry that match. I don't yeah. want you know the honky tonk man and those guys to you know take up ten spots. But I was I was a little left like. Well, okay, that's it. Like I expected a little bit more surprise factor.
0: Well, because it, it was also, I guess, part of it is you know sometimes you get the legends, you know, Kane comes back or whatever. But right. Sometimes right. you get like this is how AJ Styles was announced.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, the
1: doing guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So you just think like, well, is there a a new Japan guy or a Ring Man, of Honor and, and guy? Yeah,
1: and I wouldn't know him. I mean, to be honest, like I, you know, I didn't really, I knew of AJ Styles, but I didn't know much about him when he came in. But a lot of people do. And so it's like you can tell the reaction and that that moment becomes something, even if for me, it's like, OK, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, yeah, it was a little I mean, again, OK, I guess it's like you, you, you know, you have enough main event level guys with Lashley and Lesnar, and McIntyre, and Sheamus, and Gunther, and Cody Rhodes, and Seth Rollins, and like, okay, that's good, you want that, but like, I was also hoping for one or two surprises, and I think the whole time leading up, thinking maybe The Rock's gonna be in it, even though by the time it started, it became clear that wasn't gonna happen, it still felt like, man, I was all primed for a huge surprise moment, Mm -hmm. and it didn't happen.
0: So, but overall, a... A nice match. You almost forget about the Kofi botch, whatever they were trying to do with yeah. the chair.
1: <laughs> they uh, gotta stop trying. Stop trying things that are like. I mean, he's older now. Like, yeah. give him give him something he can still do. Uh, a chair on wheels is probably not a great well, way to like keep yourself up.
0: And I don't know if it was supposed to be this way, like a uh, you know, a little Easter egg or something, but. McAfee jumped up on that chair when he came out and it was spinning around and he almost fell off.
1: Exactly. I I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's like, that's hard. And so landing on it and it was also weird too, because it was like, initially they tried to play it off like, Oh, one foot still off the floor. And then they never went back to it, mm -hmm. which like led me to believe. And I, I still don't know, like, did he get injured? Were they going to have him try to come back? And, and, like, he got banged up, and they were just like, oh, yeah, he's eliminated. Because they never showed us a replay. They never showed him leave the area. It was just, like, a little bit later, Lesnar came in and circled the ring. And I'm like, well, he's gone, so I, I guess he's eliminated.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so so the men's rumble, solid match. And yeah. We, and then things uh, got weird, I guess? We can
1: yeah, I mean, you know, the the Wyatt match was was what I expected in a way. It was it was bizarre. It was theatrics more than you know in ring wrestling. Yeah. Um, but it you know it was yeah it's all right. You yeah. know, like Wyatt's best work is not in the ring. It never yeah. will be. <laughs> you know, it's it's the promos, it's the videos, it's that type of stuff. And he's more of a character than he is a worker.
0: Yeah, well,
1: which is fine. By the way, I mean, Stone Cold was never a classically great worker, but he could pull off a great character. The Rock yeah. wasn't a classically great worker, uh, you know. So you you can be a megastar without being an in ring technician.
0: But the the problem, the problem with Bray Wyatt versus a Stone Cold or a Rock is not charisma or yeah. or anything like that. The problem. Is if you go to the supernatural, you can't give that guy the title because how do you no, get the title off of him? Agreed. You agreed, know?
1: yeah it's it's the it's the balancing act that they had to ride for quite a while with Undertaker, um, and and it worked somehow with him over the years, but that's, you know, in some ways they kind of went away from more of the supernatural stuff as the years went along with him. Mm-hmm. Like, they did, the, they did the motorcycle undertaker, and then even when he went back to being dead man, he wasn't like, you know, uh, the, the initial early 90s dead man that he was, you know? So, I agree. Like, it, it does sort of box you in a bit long-term. Like, it's it's very interesting and different now, but it is sort of like, all right, you know what's your long term plan, or are you just sort of like taking it month by month, go through a story, you know, and then see see where it evolves by SummerSlam or next year's Rumble and Mania or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's also like I this is sacrilege. I know this. I'm I'm not interested in the Uncle Howdy of it all, like. OK, like it, it, if you're not going to give me the reveal at the Rumble, especially after the following match with right. Alexa Bliss, that right? I, I don't, I'm not, maybe I'm just the wrong guy for this, but I'm not invested in this storyline to Mania. along.
1: I tend to agree, too. And, and what is his storyline for Mania? I mean, I assume the L.A. Knight rivalry is over yeah i think i mean that was a pretty convincing one-sided win which it should have been i mean you know that's that's the right way to go but like what is his story i don't know i mean is he gonna fight uncle
0: howdy i guess
1: i don't know is he just gonna
0: fight his inner demons and do like a (laughs) one-man mime in the ring (laughs) yeah
1: i mean i guess you never say never um and like the whole thing of like are they you know the reveal of are they ever going to reveal it because like if you tell us that uncle howdy was Bo dallas which seems to be the thought mm-hmm. like don't we immediately take him less seriously because Bo dallas was kind of a goofball character
0: and hasn't like been it, on you know. tv in what a decade it feels like uh, yeah I mean... quite a while
1: yeah yeah i mean so like yes it's his brother in real life and okay that that's an interesting wrinkle but like, do you want to tell people that that's who's playing this role? Because then it's going to be like, Oh yeah. The guy who was on a, a joke tag team with Curtis Axel is, is now we're supposed to take him seriously as like a, you know, a, a demon monster or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't know that that works. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the character of Wyatt, you know, and, and the crowd still responds to him big time with the entrance mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but it, it is sort of like okay, where do you go from here? They did a good job, I think, with the first rivalry. L.A. Knight's mm-hmm. a good talker, so they gave him a good partner to, to good work talker with. Talker
0: that and, sense. and and L.A. Knight, you know, this may be offensive to one or the other or both of them, but could be kind of a Dolph Ziggler. He seems like a worker; like he can, I think so. He can yeah. sell. Yeah. He sold in that match. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think he could be. I don't know if he's a you know a future world title guy necessarily. Although, you know, again, teaser for the end, like we're going to talk about a guy who was like stuck in the mid card and now feels like the biggest baby face in the company. So you never know. But, um, you know, like he's, he's good if they give him the right push. He's a very good talker and you know, that could carry a long ways.
0: Yeah. Um, the Alexa bliss match went about how you would expect unless, yeah, unless she taps into this inner demon thing again, I I think that was a pretty convincing Bianca Belair win. That was like, okay, let's move along. I was
1: surprised by how, like, declarative it was. Like, you know, finishing move, one, two, three. Like, I I thought she'd win, but I thought maybe it'd be a little flukier or there'd be a post-match beatdown or something like that. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was like, all right, you know, almost like just going through the motions in a way.
0: Yeah. So I'd be very curious to see how Alexa Bliss gets booked.
1: Yeah. From yeah. And I, I, know there's the history with Wyatt and I'm sure she could pull it off, but I also feel like, I feel like over the years she's been at her best as kind of like the, just the arrogant heel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know that the, the, you know, demon stuff, the, you know, I'm tormented. Uh, like, I don't know that she needs that. I I
0: don't know. No, uh, I mean, if you, you know. want her to, you know, other than their looks being too similar, th- that arrogant character of hers and the I'm a hard worker Liv Morgan would be a, yeah. a, a fun pairing because of the story. Yeah, of, agree. You know, agree. Alexa no, says, uh, yeah. I'm a real champ. All you did was cash in on yeah. an injured Ronda Rousey. And then, you know, when, when she was healthy, she just took your title from you like you were a child. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that, that sort of character seems to be what she played so well before. And I I mean, I know you can't play the same character forever. I get it. You know, you gotta, you gotta move it along or change it, but yeah, I don't know that I'm interested in, in going down the road with her being, you know, uh, crazy tormented again, but it seems that's the road they're going down. So we'll (laughs) see maybe, you know, Maybe they'll make it work in a way that it, it didn't work the first time through.
0: Yeah. Uh, women's Rumble, they did a version of the men's Rumble. One, two went the distance. They did, yeah. Um, yeah. And the return of, you know, Kat Asuka, Kana Asuka.
1: You know. I guess. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping she'd win based mm-hmm. on that. Like, I thought, you know, all right, maybe they'll. But it, it was it was in also some ways sorta of predictable. Um, you know, they'd go with Rhea, they have two face champions right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, makes sense. Apparently, well, she said last night she wants to she wants to go after Charlotte's title. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an easy story to tell. They they fought three years ago, Charlotte beat her, you know, now she's better and, and a heel and with a great faction, and it's like all right, it it adds up. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not super jazzed for it. I don't, uh, you know, she's she's fine. Uh, you know, it's not a match that's gonna like glue me to the couch when it's on, but it's mm-hmm. it's a logical story at least.
0: Yeah, well, and look, Charlotte puts on the best of matches. She does. You know?
1: She does. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it'll it'll be it'll be good. I, I, like I said, it's not it's not gonna be at the top of my list for things I'm you know most excited for when the two night show gets here in April, but you know, it'll be a, it'll be a good story and a good match. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And I, I did like live being booked strong. I mean, she was, yes. she entered it too and went the distance with Rhea Stayed all the way in. So, yeah. and,
1: and I will say a creative way to end it, the, the yeah. move they pulled off there to, you know, have it look like Rhea was going to get eliminated. And then she turns it around like, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was well done once it got down to the last three and they they made their way through that.
0: Yeah, well, getting them all on the apron, having the the mist.
1: Yes. Yes. You know. Yeah, it was good. You know, like it was. It, again, you can see in a lot of the booking decisions that they're being made by uh, somebody who's more in touch with with today's wrestling. It feels like, like yeah. it just you know they're they're just more logical. They're they're better supported than just some of the random stuff we saw over the last few years.
0: And then I think, you know, the women's Rumble had some good surprises along the way. M- Michelle McCool, Mrs. Undertaker coming out of the this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll give
1: them, I'll give them credit for doing something a little different. You know, like, Oh, she's in the stands with her kids. And then up, she's just going to jump in and go in the match. Like, all right, that was right. pretty cool. Uh, I didn't love Nia Jax. Um, just because I don't like Nia, I think Nia Jags is like, I don't know. Am I supposed to get excited about her? I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for that to be number 30, and I don't know if you noticed it, but they kind of ruined it too. They didn't have the countdown. All of a sudden her music just hit.
0: I didn't notice that, but that's a yeah. good point. I, I, I it remember up. it yeah, was I mean, weird like, that she just. Her
1: music hit, and then they put the clock on at 10, and then they just took the clock away. Like I, I think it was timed incorrectly. Um, either they hit her music too soon or they didn't put the clock up when they meant to or whatever. But yeah, it's sort of, you didn't have that like moment of the last few seconds before number 30 it was just like, Oh, I guess number 30 is coming out now.
0: Yeah. And it was, I was never like the world's biggest Nia Jax fan yeah. before. And it was like, Hey, look, I, first of all, I'm glad that we did, you know, they have enough people now that we're not, you know, having Molly Holly and Lita and all these people who they're in every rumble. They're not on the roster, you know?
1: No, you're right. They, they relied a lot less on old time people. I think, I mean, really Michelle McCool was the only one, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, basically a retired wrestler. I mean, you know, they had a few, they had a few NXT, um, but you know, yeah, no, nobody that, They didn't have, you know, Trish or Lita or Ivory or any of them. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Now, just a thought here, a little aside. Would they be like I realize the women's rumble's been a success, but two rumble matches in one night is long. Mm -hmm. Would they be better off like in, you know, early February going, you know, doing a women's only pay-per-view again, evolution, as they called it, and doing the women's rumble that night? I almost feel like they would.
0: I, or or just, you know, Mania's two nights. So do a two-night rumble. Yeah, you could. You, you know, could. have yeah, the men's just, rumble.
1: It's long, man. I mean, like, by the second one, I, I was kind of like, you know, I mean, and I told you I was watching it behind. I started, like, fast-forwarding, like, 10 or 20 seconds between each because I'm like, all right, let's just get on with it. But get mm-hmm. me to the end. I, I don't I don't feel the same juice that I had at the beginning.
0: Well, it's like if we just had... If the first night was Alexa Bliss and the Men's Rumble, and the second night was the Pitch Black match, yeah. the Women's Rumble, and the and Reigns title, that, that's yeah. still two, you know, three-hour-long pay-per-views.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you could even book a couple other match. You could do a an Intercontinental Title match and mm-hmm. a U.S. Title match or tag titles. You know, you didn't yeah. use. Like none of the real big tag teams, except for New Day, were in the,
0: well, the Street uh, Royal Street Profits. Mumble. Were in Street Profits came in at least. uh That's true. Dawkins, That's true. They did. But I thought right. Ford You're was right. on yes, team. Yes,
1: they did. Yeah. So like some of them were, but uh, you know, no USOs, which I was no surprised USOs.
0: By but, I mean that it, n- 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 no USOs, no Gallows and Anderson. Um, right. Right. It, it was um, a, It it was yeah. an interesting. It was an interesting match, almost, for the guys who weren't there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think, I, I agree, you could probably do it as a two-nighter. I, I don't know if they have the desire to do that, but I, I don't know. It's just, like, it's, like, you get real jazzed for the first one, especially when they started with it. It's like, all right, man, this is it, you know. And then, for me, it's, I guess maybe the timing of it, too, because, like, Reigns-Owen's going on last. I thought, all right, something, something big's going to happen here. Cause I didn't expect that to be last. And so it was just like, all right, let's just get through this man. Like hurry it up, move it along. Tell me who wins and let me get to the, to the big show, which it delivered. Have, yeah. are, have we reached the point where we, where we need to talk about that match?
0: Yeah. Let's talk about it. So Reigns during the pre-show said, Usos solo, you stay in the back, Sammy, Yeah, you have to come with me, which yep. let everyone know that Sammy couldn't be in the rumble. C- yes, cuz yes. Sammy had to be with Roman the whole night. Yeah.
1: Which was smart too that they kind of erased the mystery of whether he was going to be in it.
0: Yeah. And what's his final Right. You know, final test. Yes. It, exactly. it, it wasn't to win the Rumble and then have a finger poke of Doom WrestleMania right, match right, with yes, Roman. Yes, it was
1: it was we we found out later what it was.
0: So they so they have the match they they book it, great. Yeah, they really they good match. you know the two of them worked great. Those the the drops onto the head first, or not head first, but his head hitting the chair on the
1: stairs or on the chair. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, uh, the, the I mean, stairs. Is, the stairs. Owens is a great
1: worker. He yeah. really is. Like you know, and and you. I never thought Owens was going to win, but they built it well where it was a compelling match, even though you kind of knew the ending, at Mm -hmm. least as far as the ending of the match.
0: Yeah, I, you know, Owens, they did this in the one that was the last man standing match, where Owens won effectively by handcuffing Reigns to the thing, and they couldn't find the key, so they had to, like, fake him, like, hurting the ref, and like, right, that's right. And like, the camera just yes. followed yes. Ko yes. like <laughs> stumbling around instead of just railing <laughs> on Roman, handcuffed to the. That's right, that's
1: yeah. right. Yes, I forgot that one. Yeah, when when Hayman couldn't get him undone like he was yeah. supposed to.
0: Yeah, and, and so then you've got uh, in this match, you've got they had the botched thing from the second rope that they just immediately corrected one one fix, and then they hit that same spot. Yes. And it was, it was just a fun match. And having the, you know, ref getting knocked out and letting him complete the pin. You know, the crowd right, counting to five. Right.
1: Yeah, the and, oh, oh, he hits the pop up power bomb. There's no mm-hmm. pin. Then he hits the stunner, and you don't see the ref, so you think, okay, we're getting another spot where there's no ref. And then boom, ref shows up and he counts, and oh my god! And then Reigns kicks out. Like it was. I mean, for just that split second, you thought like. Would they? Would they really have Owens go over? No, and and you found out no. But it was it was exciting for a split moment.
0: Well, and I, you know, you and I, I think have the same view on this, which is it's great that they've booked Roman this way. He's a superhero. He's he's unstoppable. But he's gonna lose sometime. Yes, and and yes. like this was a match where at the beginning you're like, well, he's they're not. That's not how they're gonna finish this story. Right, And then as the match was unfolding, you're like, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the maybe, way they finish yeah. the story yeah. is he's I mean, going to win. Yeah. yeah, because
1: like honestly, and, and you know, the post-match was another indicator of this. When you thought with this whole thing the last six months, like, okay, this is what's going to happen next. They haven't totally gone off the board, but it's been like, all right, well, maybe not. Like, it, you know, they had the big... A few weeks ago, it was like, oh, Sammy's fighting KO. And I was like, oh, well, he'll lose, and then he'll be in, in the doghouse. It's like, no, actually, he was about to win, and the Usos show up to cause a DQ. And it's like, all right, I, I didn't expect that. But you, you gave me something I didn't expect. And that's kind of how this whole story has been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, and then the post-match was, was certainly not exactly how I thought it would go down.
0: Yeah, well, and so you have them... You know, Heyman luckily has handcuffs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, he came prepared two yeah. sets Yeah, so that they can hook him to both and they just are, are just wailing on old poor KO and just well, totally and they, taking him out.
0: And, and the thing is, they they booked it in a way that, it, I, it, for me at least, it gave me the right reaction for what was going to happen. They hit him so much yeah. that I was like, this really is enough. You know, like I, I was sort of in the, like, if I was in the crowd, even if I was rooting for, you know, the bloodline, you know, to continue dominating everything, I was feeling like, okay, you, you proved your point, you you, you know, you you super kicked him to death. Right,
1: right. And you handcuffed him and you've given him all the finishing moves and yeah, it's like, all right, this is too much. And then Roman gets the
0: chair. And then, then it all happened. Yeah. So you have Roman gets the chair. Sammy doesn't tell him not to do it, and like doesn't do it in a way that's defending KO at first. He's saying right. that it's beneath you. You don't. Right. You don't need well to do this. It's not. Yes. There's no reason yes. to hit him. You're
1: the tribal chief. Yeah. And you know this. This you don't need to do this. Exactly. Yeah. Very
0: smart. And then they. They took him up on it. Roman took yeah. him up on it and said, you're you're right. It is beneath me. You do it.
1: Hands him the chair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Crowd is going, hanging on every second of this, too. Like, I mean, the, the, the anticipation for what would happen. And for just that one moment, Roman turns his back. Sammy kind of cocks the chair. You can hear the crowd reaction. But then... Roman turns around and continues to talk to him and like, okay, uh, okay, well, you know, and I'll tell you what, I loved the line because I think it was just last year, if memory serves, when Roman said, you know, you know, you don't want to be with us. Go do jackass shit like Mm -hmm. that was uh, like that was well a great callback to his WrestleMania last year when he was fighting Johnny Knoxville.
0: Yeah. Oh, and they were very clear, right? Like this is. This is where you were and this is where you was well
1: done. A great, you know, a great little callback is really, it is amazing to think like that was only 10 months ago that he was in the comedy match at WrestleMania.
0: Mm hmm. And, and it shows how much he, Sami Zayn, is trusted that, you know, or, or, or not trusted, how valuable, how how important yeah. he is that he can do the comedy match. He can. He can. And it was a good <laughs> match, actually,
1: I mean, for, for what it was like. It was a comedy match, but it was entertaining. You know, it wasn't just a total goofball, um, you know, but but yeah, I mean, it, it was a great point. Like it was it was one of those that like there was logic to it, basically, if you're you know, if you're watching, you're like, yeah, yeah. Since you have joined the bloodline, your career is much better off. Yeah, you should listen to Roman.
0: I mean, he's selling t-shirts. Those right, are, you know. right.
1: I mean, you know, like this story has made him uh, a bigger star in WWE than he's ever been. Not even close. So like, yeah. But yet Roman's also the bad guy who wants him to wail on his, his old friend slash mm-hmm. foe, um, you know, and and that, I mean, man, I don't know, like I've watched it probably 15 times that moment where. He cracks Roman with a chair, and the crowd reaction, the pop, and then the sustained roar. Like, it wasn't just a pop, it was a roar. Like, that is why I watch this. That is why I sit through dumb stories and angles and matches that stink, because, like, that moment was so freaking awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they just... Because the other thing about doing it, you know one it's a callback to the shield he just you know drills yes. him in the back yes um, yes roman sold
1: it almost exactly the same way yeah
0: you know but then it's also he does it and, and as a fan it's like you go like oh my god he actually did it and you know mm-hmm. he's going to get beat down by all of them and yes. and then you know the, jimmy's the been his boy did it the so whole good, time was so good too that he like he like
1: looks over at Jay and basically like apologizes for it. Almost like I had no choice. Yeah. And, and Jay hesitates
0: and Jimmy, and is, hesitate. Jimmy's been his boy the whole time.
1: Right. Jimmy's right. the all like This hesitation of like, yeah. what do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. Jimmy was on his side first. Jay was the one who didn't like him, didn't trust him. But then and, Jay and, and, defended
0: and, and him at the trial and, yes, and Jay was like, yes. you're my guy. At the end of yeah. Raw, he said, you're my guy, whatever you need. Right, you know? on
1: SmackDown the week, you know, the day before, he shows up to help out and, and uh, you know, like, like, okay, you know, and I mean, and then they start wailing on him and then you get the subplot of Jay does nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and they all start to like turn to him like, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? And then he just walks out and sold it really well legitimately solid acting from him yeah. like it, you know most wrestling acting is kind of cheesy um solid and and uh, you know like I've read stuff and it's probably like great you know in some ways is it a callback to two and a half years ago when this whole story started and he was like Roman's first feud yeah and and he got you know like beat down to the point where he had to acknowledge uh, you know and like is this him realizing that like Sammy stood up where I didn't
0: yeah I gave in you know I
1: I was a part of it forever and he stood up to it
0: yeah he never hit Roman with the chair and said enough, enough
1: right right he ended up just being a part of it and you know and and so like where does that go from here
0: and and they're still tag champions what happens from
1: here we don't know
0: the Usos are still tag champions they Uh, are they are
1: and I like so does Jay just kind of disappear for a short bit and we're left with like not knowing whose side he's on. Do
0: they free bird uh, rules in solo to defend these? Tag they titles? could.
1: They could. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to go go off the off the deep, like the last tag title match was won by Jay and Sammy, not mm-hmm. Jay and Jimmy. Do they do something like that where Jay says, you know, Sammy's my partner and we're the tag champs? I don't know if they would do that, but there's some logic to
0: it. I mean, it, it does kind of feel like they're setting up for the tag feud at Mania. At Mania. I agree. Because so they're think, not I mean, doing it at again, Elimination Chamber. This story chamber. has
1: zigged when I expected it to zag a few times. But I feel like they do Roman, Sammy at Elimination Chamber. Sammy looks like he's maybe going to win. Jay shows up, maybe for the first time. Maybe he's off the next, you know, three weeks. He shows up. It's like, oh my God, he's out here to cost Roman... And he swerves us by helping Roman win. Yeah, and Roman retains, and then you set up Usos versus KO and Sammy, and that could even be your that could be one night's main event. Well, I think it would. I think it would be good enough to be Saturday's main event if they
0: wanted it. Let Let me take it a half step further because I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Is they're fighting, you know, it looks like Sammy's gonna be in trouble. Yeah. They hit the music for the Usos. He comes out. Sammy rolls up Roman. Roman kicks out, and then he tosses Roman something to hit Sammy. Yeah. And then, so then the match is over. And then another guy who you haven't seen in three weeks KOs music hits in Montreal. The crowd goes ballistic.
1: Goes crazy. Yes. And he
0: and Sammy, you know, clear house.
1: And they end the show standing tall, even though Roman retains. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. That makes it tough. And and yeah, I mean, like uh, I would love for Sammy to have the he beats Roman at WrestleMania moment. I think it would be awesome. I think he, I think they could do it if they wanted to, and it would be akin to Daniel Bryan winning the title at WrestleMania 30. Be a huge, huge, huge moment. But it just doesn't feel like that's the direction they're going. feels like the direction, and maybe this has been the direction all along, is this isn't a Sammy Roman feud. It's a Sammy versus Jay feud. And and this is the perfect way to sort of swerve it. Make it look like he's taking his side. And then, nope, he costs him the championship. And then we get the tag title match, which, again, I think could main event one of the two nights. And then you main event the other with Rhodes and Reigns.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I guess, uh, you
1: know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, well, cause you, know, they,
0: but, you know, they beat KO enough that KO can disappear between now and Elimination Chamber. Exactly. Have have he's
1: off injured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't, you know, you don't mention him necessarily or you mention him, but you don't, you know, like he's not on. And then, yeah, he shows up to help Zane because he's being, you know, it's five on one or four on one or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they clear how and you know yeah the the you know you give the fans the feel good moment even though they didn't get the match outcome they want.
0: Yeah, I mean it could be something as simple as you know they're beating him up. KO's music hits. He runs down with a chair. Bash solo. He's gone. Bash yeah. Jimmy. He's gone. You know he hits Reigns with a stunner, and then. Jay comes at him, and out of nowhere, Sammy's a hundred percent again. Haluva kick.
1: Haluva kick. Yep, I was thinking that Sammy gets the shot on Jay. Yeah, I love it.
0: And I love it's, it. You know,
1: I'm all in on for this. Yes, and, and it's yes. A, You know,
0: and it's a Montreal crowd for two Canadian oh, yeah. guys. Like oh the, yeah,
1: yeah. You gotta. I mean, you gotta think it's gonna be a super hot crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Canada fans love their wrestling, and now they have two you know, home country heroes at the top of the, of the sphere right now. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, not since I mean, Heart Heart foundation I, I, and British Bulldogs. fantastic, you know, have you had Canadians at this level? Yeah. You know, so. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it, uh, you know, Hey, I, like the beauty of it was that it was a great moment. And and an awesome you know crowd reaction and all that, and then you're left wondering like, all right, what do they do from here? Mm-hmm. We got nine weeks, which is like that's okay. Like sometimes I feel like you know, like people get too antsy. Like okay, when Royal Rumble's over, we should know the entire top of the card for WrestleMania. Like no, we'll we'll get there. Let it let it play out. We have two shows a week for nine weeks. You mm-hmm. know, like let, let them let them get there. We don't need to have all of our answers at the end of January.
0: Yeah, and look. Cody's gonna face Roman. That Roman's Seems not dropping the title likely. between here yeah. and there. Roman's gonna no, fight so. one more match, probably. Yes.
1: Yes, and, probably and, against Sammy in three weeks. And no,
0: and, and, and then he'll be off for, you know, two months. And, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now do you think that Cody beats Roman? I don't I'm not sure that he does. They may keep this going.
0: I mean, the, uh, so I guess what I will say is the Cody Rhodes story is only good until he wins. Yeah. And and yeah. then he, you know, the, the climb up the mountain is much different than reaching the top of the mountain. And, yeah. and once he reaches it, that night will be magical. But I could see them just what? having him drop the title right away. Like, he could yeah. win on WrestleMania Sunday and drop the title to Reigns on Raw Monday.
1: Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Or, or, I mean, or does he Does he lose? And yeah. then it's like, you know, well, he got so close. And he mm. didn't get there. Now he's got to start all over again. And maybe you build it for SummerSlam or something. I mean, I think mm. eventually he's going to get it. They, You know, like, they usually deliver those things when they tease him
0: like that. I would be but shocked like, if his contract didn't guarantee he gets it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah agreed because only because
0: he said you know he gave a a cryptic message in an interview i heard where he said he thought his was the the most nuanced and complex wrestling contract ever negotiated (laughs) that to me sounds like a guy who's like there are things i have to have
1: yeah you're (laughs) probably right yeah and and like that's fair. Like, okay. I, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't blame him if that is what he wanted. And if they gave him that, like, like, okay, during this run, you're going to get a, you're going to get a world championship run
0: in the next five years. We will give you a world title.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I almost think it makes it, you know, like you said, it's the the journey is most of the fun of this. And like, he was out for a long time, maybe it's different if he's healthy the whole time and he's fighting week, you know, every month on pay per view, and we're seeing him. But like, if it's just like, okay, comes back, wins the rumble, wins at WrestleMania, it's almost like, well, yeah, that was all very predictable. Whereas if he gets beat and then has to like fight his way back to that moment at SummerSlam and then wins, it's a little bit more satisfying. I feel like.
0: Well, and it, uh, you know, his injury not happening. I think you get the same. Cody wins the Rumble. Cody faces Roman at Mania, but there, there wouldn't have been this bloodline story, right? Like, right. But no, now the now yeah. it's like, as a wrestling fan, I have lost interest somewhat in the Cody chasing the title story, even though you've given me these vignettes and I know you know if he's agree. the grandson of a plumber. It's it's (laughs) no, I
1: totally am with you. I agree. It it feels it feels too canned. I I feels too too manufactured. Whereas the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing, especially Sami Zayn, has been like it's almost like we've willed it to
0: happen. Well, the Sami Zayn story to me, and and maybe this is hyperbolic. You tell me. It feels like Kofi Mania. Like it, it wasn't supposed totally. it was supposed to be the you know, Kofi doing all of that stuff was all in good fun. Like he yes. they needed a guy, so he yes. filled a spot, and he was so good, he was undeniable. Yes. A- and that's like Sammy that's, was that's, here, the the honorary oos was a comedy thing. Yeah, and yeah it, it was and he yeah. just he has earned this with the crowd, like I want this paid off and, yeah. and, and it doesn't no, I have totally to
1: agree. It reminds me of Kofi and it reminds me of Daniel Bryan, which mm-hmm. was kind of the same thing that like, didn't feel like they really wanted Daniel Bryan to, to have that sort of push. Like they liked him, but they liked him where he was high mm-hmm. mid card. And, and it just like the, the hysteria from what's the yes movement, which again, sort of like the honorary, started as a comedy thing. It, you know, it started as like a joke, and then it became such a big thing that they couldn't they couldn't ignore it. And it's, you know, very similar. Like, Batista was the returning star, and he mm. won the Rumble, and he's going to get the belt. And then they had to swerve because it was almost like the fans revolted. Mm. Like They were not going to accept Batista or Randy Orton as the main event of WrestleMania. Like, no, 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 we're not going to do it. Now, we're not there yet with this. The fans still seem to like Rhodes, mm-hmm. still behind him. But in the next two months, I could see it going off track if they don't do it right.
0: Yeah, and you... The other piece for me, and I think for you as well, is I don't want you to give me Cody Rhodes by cutting from the Bloodline, Sammy, KO story. Because I right. don't feel like we're done. Right. And, and this isn't... You know, look. they Sammy and KO have done their story for a decade. And yes. so I'm not saying like, I'll forget and I'm not saying I'll get bored. If you, <laughs> if you change around, Sure, you know, the order, it's not like I'm going to be like, I don't, you will never come back. Right. To this. I understand that, you know, this could come back at next year's Royal rumble when, it could. you know, Sammy's in there, you know, he, he comes in at 20, and both Usos are in, and he like runs in, haluva kick to Jay, haluva kick yeah. to Jimmy. Yeah, you yeah. could.
1: No, I agree. They could. They could keep this going for quite a while with with twists and turns and the line, You know, but but yeah, I mean, and I think I almost think as we're talking about that, like that's why what we've discussed as far as Jay showing up to like cost Sammy the title. If you want to go with the tag title route for them, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. Because you need to make the Usos monster heels. You know, you need to make us hate the Usos and feel like they cost Sami Zayn his moment of glory winning the world title from Roman Reigns. They're the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Roman's a bad guy, but he's not the bad guy towards Zayn. It's actually the Usos who are the bad guys. And so Mm -hmm. they get that moment beating them, and that's the moment of triumph. I think they could do it, but right now that still feels like it'd be a little hollow. Like we, we want Sami to have that moment over Roman. Well, I don't and, think he's gonna have it, but but it feels like that's what we want.
0: Well, and the other piece of this, which goes to your Cody Quest issue, you know, part of Mania is you want to pay this off for the fans. Yeah. You want to pay something off for the fans, right? Well, if you give me the KO Sammy Tag Championship, then you can give me Roman still winning the belt or keeping it. Totally the belt. agreed. Yeah, yeah. You, give,
1: you give me night one ends with the happy moment, the fireworks go off, everybody's on top of the world because they've seen the, the underdog heroes defeat the Usos and win the belts. And then, yeah, the next night, Roman Serbs noticed that, like, he's still the dominant force. He, he costs us the, you know, the grandson of a plumber winning the championship, as you said so eloquently. Um, like, yeah, I think it works. You know, you end the WrestleMania with, like, oh, you, you thought they were done because the Usos lost. Nope. Reigns is still rolling. He's still the man. Somebody still has to beat him.
0: hmm And that's when Demon Finn comes out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who knows, man? Like, I, like, really, honestly, if it's... I don't know that Cody Rhodes feels like he's the guy to beat Reigns right now. He might in four months... Maybe two months. Maybe they can do it where – but, like, whoever whoever gets the the win over Reigns to take those titles or even one of the titles, like, it has to be a huge moment. And I just don't know if it feels like it's time for that yet. I thought it was with McIntyre at the, at the okay. UK show yeah. a few months ago. I thought that was the time. They didn't do it. This one feels like it's almost a little too formulaic right
0: mm-hmm. now.
1: Like, oh, yeah, Cody Rhodes. Okay, yeah, he's going to be- – like, it should, it should feel like a bigger moment. And right now, it doesn't quite feel that way to me.
0: Yeah, no, it's... Sammy would be big. Yes, that's the only
1: one right now that feels like... And, and maybe Rollins, if you've done it. I mean, like, if, if you had get Rollins back, win the Rumble. If you,
0: if you find them get, getting back to each other somehow.
1: Yes, yes. If you've gone that route, with, but I think it's almost too late now to go that route.
0: I mean, not but for think, Mania. You, you can't do it for Mania. What no, you What you could exactly. do... Is have him mop the floor with Logan Paul. Yeah. And then, you know. Do it for SummerSlam. Yeah. Call him out to. and basically say, I believe in a business of unfinished business. Yeah. Yeah. No one has more unfinished business than me with you. Yeah. And I and mean, that's, they never went back
1: to the whole, what was it, Rumble last year, wasn't it? what mm-hmm. with Rollins and Reigns when he got himself DQ'd to keep yeah. the title and it was like he couldn't he couldn't beat Rollins he never had he couldn't beat him straight up um, and they never have gone back to that and it feels like it is just sitting there on a tee waiting for them whenever they want it but well and, and
0: that then, and that not I mean, not yet I guess now look this is us going out into a world that makes us marks <laughs> but you have Rollins beat Roman and then you have Cody beat Seth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Cause he's done their rivalry from last year. You've done their rivalry. You you've done their, you know, cause it, cause it, it look Roman is a great heel, but Roman is not the other than his jackass reference. is not a like cut you down heel. It's more of a, no. I'm he's a, to, to go cross brand. He's an MJF style heel of I'm better than you. And you know, it. yes, you yes. know, yes. The, Yeah. He, this is, that's his, you know, but Seth is the kind of person who can say, yeah, you beat me three Oh, but this is not my first title reign. Right. And the closest the you've ever come to this belt is buying one on WWE Shop."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you I, know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, spin it even further. If you want to get Roman back in the picture, Later on, Cody beats Seth, and Roman says, "You didn't beat me. I'm the I'm the tribal chief. You know, like your your championship reign is is a fraud until you beat me."
0: Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where if Cody beats Roman at Mania, it pays off last year's Mania. It does, but it, it does, yeah. doesn't pay off today's Rumble. You know, <laughs> right,
1: right. Well, and, and I guess unless and I don't know if he is. I mean, you know, he already works kind of a part time schedule unless Roman's going to take like an extended time off. Like, what do you do with him after he loses the titles? I mean, it, it's sort of like, the, where do you go from there? So that's why I'm sort of feeling like I'm not sure that you take the titles off him yet. I know it felt like it was all lined up like, OK, he's going to lose at Mania this year. Of course, he's going to lose. It's going to happen. Whoever it is, you know. But like we're two months out and I'm kinda of thinking like, maybe not. Maybe things are good with him at the top and and everybody in Chase position and it's like, yeah, let's just keep let's just keep playing that out. Let's see who earns that top spot.
0: Well and and you know, you and I talked about the fact that the belts aren't separated. Something that didn't occur to me until yesterday and raw was yeah. well, what are you gonna do at Elimination Chamber? Is he gonna fight and now it's, at Elimination Chamber? And now it's, I get no, it's U.S. title, right. apparently. Exactly, yeah. but it didn't even occur which, to me until they said that it was going to be for the U.S. title, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, okay." Like, which a, I I kind of like
1: that, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm I like that because one, it elevates that title, you know, continue that, and that's I mean, remember when when we talked about this months ago when Triple H took over, it's like you know, elevate those those second tier titles. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another move to do that. You give it you give it a big spot. And I also, I'm stealing this point from somebody, but it's kind of true. Like the whole notion of like, okay, you know, you have the rumble, 30 guys have a chance, one survives, he gets a title shot. And then you probably take six guys who didn't win the rumble and you give them a chance, you know, a month later to earn a title shot too. It's almost like, well, what was the point of the rumble? I I could have just waited for this one. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like not having that in some ways. Maybe you don't do it every year like that, but I'm I'm good with it in this case.
0: Well, or you do like what they're doing on the women's side. If the titles are split, then you have one. Yeah. The, the rumble winner picks their title champion, and then you say whoever yeah. wins elimination chamber gets the other one,
1: which makes sense too. But yeah, I mean, now they still like there still seems to be some some rumors that or thoughts that you know like that's Roman fight both nights to defend each title, but. The the Rhodes, I mean, and it's early, he didn't really declaratively say it, but the Rhodes promo last night made it seem like, you know, undisputed title. And there was no counter to that. It was no like, you know, I'm going for the WWE championship. And, uh, you know, so like, maybe they're just going to keep going with the undisputed title for a while. Yes, I don't know. Uh, You know, hey, it'll be, it'll be fun to see. But man, I, I, you know, the only thing I can say was that that was just masterfully done at the end on Saturday night uh, and I, I texted you this so it's not an original thought right now but you know to, to have it be done where Zane initiates the attack they don't they don't attack him like that was what you expected eventually oh they're gonna go after they're gonna backstab it. they're him. gonna jump he initiated in. it they're gonna jump him and, yeah he initiated the attack and yet it was so brutal afterwards that he's still the babyface and Reigns is the heel and the crowd went from, you know, sort of like begrudgingly liking Reigns through the match to, you know, an expletive laden chant uh, at him when the match was over it was really well crafted. So credit to whoever put that storyline together, whether it was Triple H or, or somebody else, been really well done.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, look, we might not record between now and the Super Bowl. We might. Who's to say?
1: But Who's to, who knows? Yeah.
0: I can almost guarantee that we will record before WrestleMania, so we'll have more time to discuss this. Yes,
1: we'll we'll, we'll monitor developments over February Mm -hmm. and March, and, and we'll see where they're at come first weekend of April.
0: Until next time, though, he's Matt, I'm Ben, it's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.